<laughs> this week on Erotic Awakening, Sexorium. <laughs> Welcome to Erotic Awakening with Dan and Dawn, a weekly view of all things erotic. From BDSM to erotic spirituality, from swinging as a lifestyle to simply fun kink, each week we bring you a diverse offering of erotic and alternative lifestyles in its many forms. This podcast includes frank discussions of highly sexual topics. This podcast is intended for consenting adults over the age of 18. If you are offended by this type of content, we recommend you stop listening right now. Hi, Dan. Hi, Dawn. Guess what we're talking about on today's show? <laughs> sex and more sex, I have a feeling. <laughs> you, you are quite correct. And as a matter of fact, specifically the sexorium. Ooh, from Woodstocks. Not only from Woodstocks, but from a number of different events we've been to where there's a gathering of people having sex mm-hmm. in the in a bdsm environment so we've actually been to a, a few events that um really like to have that as an addition they do and um events like dark odyssey which is half swing half bdsm mm-hmm. with a sprinkling of other things mixed in as well like a, a, a spirituality bend and variety of other things absolutely so and they do very well at putting that together so we've had a a great time experiencing all Dio has to offer Dark Odyssey is absolutely one of those top-notch events and we have a really wonderful experience there with um, the object object objectification room thank you (laughs) Um, where a very sexy situation Oh, yeah. <laughs> I got to tell that story recently at Woodstocks under uh, our sensual humiliation <laughs> workshop theme. So. You, you did indeed. <laughs> got to participate and have a great time with that. Would love to go back and try it again. So so what is a sexorium? What is an objectification room? What are these things we're talking about? Sex. They are. <laughs> it is sex. But so is what we do on our little bed behind us here in the studio. Mm. <laughs> Great, now my mind's going to wander to the bed behind us. <laughs> the Sexorium experience, the uh, gatherings like this, are intended to be somewhat public. Mm-hmm. Although it doesn't necessarily mean that other people are going to join you, but it is... It is open so that you can be watched. Absolutely. So Or heard, or yes. <laughs> Sometimes you bring your own partner. Mm-hmm. Sometimes there's room set aside for people to just have whoever shows up be part of it. Mm-hmm. So, and it's uh, very erotic. So fun to watch, fun to be part of. One of the really neat things, that, and let's just talk a little bit about the one we just saw at Woodstock. So they have a standard BDSM dungeon, and next to that they have an area with a couple tents connected to each other under a canopy sort of thing. Right, since it is an outdoor event. Right. So they had a simian. And for those that don't know, a simian is a $2,000 vibrator. That you straddle and someone else runs a remote control usually. (laughs) And apparently it is worth $2,000 because they keep selling them. Yep. It is massage tables. It is... I think they had a spanking bench. And a groping cage. Definitely had the groping cage. Mm-hmm. A couple of other things, too, but I can't a, remember what they were. Had a, um, a barber's chair. 
Oh, I'm, yeah. As oh, well, well. Or you could sit and get a massage. Or a shave. Or a shave. <laughs> so very neat uh, experience with that. And uh, we've actually got uh, a, a brief interview with Sir Rigger, who is responsible for the Woodstock's sexorium. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, he says he uh, actually travels around with it just a little bit. So, but... um was using it at Woodstock's. Mm -hmm. Now, the objectification room is a little more targeted. Um, that's a little more... And we'll actually have to do a, a full podcast on objectification and Yay. that kind of stuff. But the objectification room, a very short version of it is you have a table. You have people laying on the table. And you have the top half of their bodies um, covered up so that only their bottom half is revealed. And people come in there and they use all kinds of neat safety precautions, but people come in there pretty much to use the bottom half of those bodies, both males and females. Mm -hmm. And no one knows who is laying down on the table, and the person on the table has no way to see who is touching them. So it's a absolutely amazing experience if you ever get a chance to try something like that. Absolutely. And the stuff of many an erotic fantasy. Absolutely, though. And this one happened to come true. This one happened to come true. So we'll have Sir Rigger coming up shortly mm -hmm. to talk about the, the Woodstock's sexorium. Other things I want to mention real quick. We have a lot going on right now, so I want to knock out a couple things. Okay. The, uh, we were contacted recently by a, a blogger out of Denmark, Black Matrix. And looking at his blog, we, I thought I would mention it on here, and you'll also find a link on our website, bluecatservices.org, to the Life of Black Matrix blog. And you'll say, well, why would I want to go there? Here's one of his journal entries. She's a dirty little slut, and I'm a little unsure what I want to tell you with this post. What I can say is that fucking her has become a growing pleasure since our first meeting. We're still developing a codex of love that builds on our lust for each other, our lust for life, our lust for dirty sex, and our lust to share it with you. And if the words don't have it enough for you, then that particular post comes with quite the interesting picture that um, we are going to assume is uh, the, two black, of them. the two of them <laughs> displaying what they talk about in this post. So that is the, uh, the Life of Black Matrix blog. It is uh, a blogger out of Denmark, but the, uh, this particular blog is in English. And there's all kinds of really interesting, um, well, there's a lot of great mm. photography on here. And the man is obviously uh, a good photographer. But uh, a lot of it's reflective as well. So very, uh, very interesting blog. So go check that out. I guess we also are going to mention real quick the uh, Great Lakes Leather Lines coming up. Yay. We will be there. It is as of the time that I am speaking Apparently, it is 16 days, 2 hours, 40 minutes, and 44 seconds from 43, now. 42, 41. <laughs> I feel like I'm on Galaxy Quest exactly, all of a sudden. Exactly. So we're actually really looking forward to this. We haven't been to um, GLLA before, and we get to go and run a 12-step meeting. Absolutely. Um, again, this is another reflection of erotic awakening. A lot of people are out there doing naughty, dirty slutty things and they're still real people with real lives mm -hmm. we'll be in the middle of a uh, a pretty serious leather conference and there are still people struggling with addictions and alcoholism that that's just part of their life and they'll be you know there together and you know 12-step meeting just like we would have any other place are being held within these events as well 
And finally, before we wrap this one up, I wanted to mention that uh, Don and I do a variety of presentations around the nation. You can see where we're going to be at and what we'll be presenting at the blog at bluecatservices.org. Um, but it just so happens that, and we normally do about one a month, I think. Yep, yep. We have talked about slowing down, but every time we talk about slowing down, things speed up and we get contacted out of nowhere, and we do average about once a month. But... But oddly enough, nothing in December. Nothing in December, and I'm actually looking around trying to find something and haven't had much luck in finding a December event that we could present at. So if you're familiar with, if you know of a December event coming up, be it a BDSM, leather, alternative sexuality, sacred sexuality, polyamory, you name it, um, drop us a line. Let us know what's out there, and we will be happy to mention that to the podcast audience as well so they know what's out there. Exactly. So and we can be contacted on uh, bluecatservices.org. There's a couple of ways on there to contact us. Um, we have a Twitter account. You can yeah. follow us as Dan and Dawn. And uh, the good old voicemail still it's still out there. Still so. out there as well. And you can find that phone number on the Blue Cat Services website. So many ways to contact us. We look forward to hearing from you. So here we are at Woodstocks, talking today with Sir Rigger, and I understand you run the, the Sexorium here? It's uh, the Sexorium, and it's a uh, BDSM uh, um, dungeon with a, uh, a sexual twist for seasoning. So when you say a sexual twist, specifically, how is it different from the average BDSM dungeon? Well, a lot of dungeons uh, will restrict uh, sexual play, you know, penetration, uh, yeah, no uh, uh, golden showers, uh, no rope room, uh, uh, and so we try to provide a little bit of extra excitement and, with a more sexual content in the sex Okay. Um, so last night when I was putting myself to bed and I heard all the moaning and orgasming, was that from the sexorium? God, I don't know. <laughs> I, I, uh, what time did you go to bed? <laughs> oh, fairly early last night. So then, let's say it was midnight, but we heard a lot that, of interesting that, noises. That would very possibly have been the sexorium. Uh, I do uh, a lot of uh, play with BDSM and uh, orgasm control and forced repeated orgasms. Now, orgasm control is fairly common in the BDSM and the DS world, but forced repeated orgasms, that's something, that's a new twist. Well, I, I don't think it's, uh, I don't know how new it is. Uh, there are several websites that, uh, that uh, demonstrate it. Um, it's something I got into, um, Oh, five or six years ago, my uh, my slave uh, is very uh, orgasmic and uh, is capable of multiple orgasms. And uh, I, I've actually had her come 50 times in uh, a two-hour period. And when I became aware of the, uh, the intensity of uh, female orgasm, uh, uh, when it's repeated, because the clitoris becomes incredibly sensitive, and many women will say it's almost painful. Yeah. But if you're tied, complaining about the pain is not really my problem. Sure. sure. So it, it is painful, but the minute you touch it, 
the, the other side of it is because it is so sensitive, you will orgasm again. And I, I often compare it to a diesel engine. Once it starts firing, it fires on its own almost. Right. And when you, even when you remove the stimulus, like last night if you were watching the Sibian play, even after we turned the Sibian off, the, the women who had been riding it and had 20, 25 orgasms were still coming. And I can then do orgasm on command. And I would just say, build it, build it, come. And, and often, with the right woman and the right stimulation, that works. Does, does the sexorium look different? If, if I were to walk into the sexorium, does it look like every other dungeon? It's got, you know, a St. Andrew's cross and... Hopefully, yes. If I, you know, given the, the opportunity, I would absolutely set it up like any other dungeon. It's the rules that are different not the equipment. Okay. okay. Uh, we like to add uh, a Sibian, which you don't normally see in, in every dungeon. Right. And uh, we also will add a uh, violet wand, um, and uh, a Hitachi vibrator is always nice to ha have sure. around. But it's, it's really a place where I think you really see uh, the power exchange um, uh, really exemplified because uh, orgasm, the moment of orgasm, is truly the moment of lost control. Uh, and uh, so at that point, you're really seeing people uh, truly in, in a, a power exchange. In other ways, it's a power exchange, but this right. is another. Very cool, very cool. So is, uh, is Woodstock the only place you set up the sexorium? Oh no, we, uh, we do it all over. Um, uh, in, in our Florida uh, community, uh, our dungeon rules are uh, much more relaxed. As long as it's consensual and safe, uh, we allow anyone. In fact, uh, there are times when we mix uh, BDSM and uh, swinger events in the same location but separated, so right. that if you're a swinger and you want to see BDSM with a sexual flair, you can come over to the dungeon side, and if you're a BDSMer and have an interest in, in swinging, you go to the swinging side. And we find it works, and of course there's some people who will never go and, and look at the other, right. other side. Right. All right, very cool. Thank you very much. Okay, Thank my you. pleasure. I appreciate it, Sir Rigger. Coming up next week, preparations for Great Lakes Leather Alliance, and we reveal what that whiny noise, whiny noise, in the, we reveal what that whiny noise in the back of the <laughs> Music heard on Erotic Awakening, Free by White Knight, Strawberry Jam by Jerry Bradley, and Wanda by 31D1 is provided from the Podshow Podsafe Network. More information can be found at music.podshow.com.